Hey guys, what's up? Welcome to Unrelenting Pursuit. We invite you to join us at our table as we discuss ways to grow and develop in marriage. Yeah, come along with us. We are committed to laughing, sharing, and getting very, very real. I'll start. Okay. I'll start. Hey guys, what's up? We are in, this is episode four. Yes. And um, based on, well, I'm going to, we're coming from, um, we are in Houston area, outside of Houston at some awesome friends of ours. And um, we've been here almost, I mean, about five days right now. Going on that. Um, So on the way here, we were coming, we came up for a funeral for my grandfather's funeral and um on the way here on the drive here we started thinking about like what should our next podcast be about and we both felt like we should talk about legacy yeah and it's so important in our in marriages you do set a legacy so anyway what's up everyone welcome Um, to episode four welcome to episode four and the title is going to be legacies or legacy legacy something along those something lines something legacy legacy something is what's happening here um yeah i think it definitely started us um thinking about that as we were talking about your grandfather and the fact that he had ministered has been a minister f- for years and um even within your own family there being a lot of ministers in my own family also and uh just the spiritual legacy that he was leaving behind him and how that was going to be continued on regardless of the fact that he had passed on. And there are so many things involved with legacy because uh, some people have a legacy that has been passed on to them that is just awful. And so um, they have to work on creating a new legacy and then others have had uh, very similar experiences to ours where they've had a spiritual legacy that is good. So we wanted to just touch base on all of that. Yeah. So we're going to, we will dive into that. Um, but the trip has been a lot of fun, even though it was up here for a funeral, which I mean, we really look at it as, and it's definitely because of our walk with God and our, our relationship with Christ that we look at it as a celebration of life because we know he's in a better place. But being down here in like the Houston area is awesome. But my goodness, like it is hot. It's humid. Yeah. Well, it's humid. Yeah. Cause El Paso is hot. Texas is hot. West Texas, but it's dry. Yeah. Dry heat. We miss the desert mornings and evenings. Oh my goodness. For sure. (laughs) Like it's not, I mean, (laughs) it's nice outside in the morning, but I'm already sweating as soon as I get up. But Yeah, so it's super, I mean, it is cool. And our friend's house is, it's awesome to be here. It's been super peaceful, lots of laughs. And um, and that's why we want to talk about legacy too, because you see it everywhere around you. You don't even know you might be leaving a legacy and you are. Yeah, you're creating one. You are Whether you thought one. about it or not. Absolutely. <laughs> and that's why we wanted to talk about it, because we do want you to think about it. We want to think, we want you to think about the legacy that you're leaving whether it's one that you want your children or grandchildren or husband or wife to really 
like know that you've left them a good legacy or whether they're going to in the future look back and wish that you had left them a different legacy because you are creating one whether you think about it or not. And I think at your grandfather's funeral, it was really beautiful because we had discussed legacy on the way there. And then that really ended up being a huge uh, theme throughout the funeral. It was like the underlining theme that no one, I mean, everyone was talking about legacy, but it wasn't necessarily like, hey, let's talk about legacy. It was just the underlining theme of every story we heard um, from his and it his was a two-hour funeral it was a long <laughs> well here's the deal like i told i told my mom i was like hey the she was like the funeral was long. i was like it was long i'm like but it was great it was really really good and on the other time like if you give three or four pastors a microphone it and you tell long. them to talk like <laughs> you're gonna be there a while like we knew it i knew it was gonna be there a while I mean, the kids were starving. They were I, their kids were so hungry. This is a funny story about the funeral. There's a couple funny things that happened, uh, but our kids were so hungry. We the the cemetery is right next to the church where we we're at, and um, so we go over there to you know for the burial. And I look over at my youngest son, <laughs> uh, my two boys. I look over at my both my boys, and my youngest son has a bag of Chex Mix, like not the grab bag, like a big bag of Chex Mix. And his mouth is full. I look at my older son and his mouth's full. And they both look at me and they know exactly. And they both kind of like shrug their shoulders like, what? It's past We're noon. hungry. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, Go, do something with that bag. Like you're not having a bag of checks mix here. And so then after the burial, my dad comes up to me and he's like, hey, here, this is for here's this is for your boys. And I'm like, what? And I look down and he's got the bag of checks. <laughs> and I was like, this is classic, like grandson. Any of you guys that have kids understand that, especially if they're on a schedule, like, you know, our kids are 15, 13 and nine now, but still it gets to a certain point and they, they, they are starving. It's like, they feel like they cannot, they're not going to live. They cannot they live yeah. any longer if they do not get some food, yeah. in, which so, shows you how blessed they are. <laughs> absolutely. But yeah, so for it was it was a long funeral, but it was a great funeral. And um, and the stories, I mean, and this is what hit me the I think the most about this topic with the with our episode is that we. You don't even realize what you're leaving, good or bad. Yeah. And that's the thing, like legacy is it is it's not it's not necessarily a good term. It's not a bad term. It's just you're, it's leaving. Just, you're leaving one no matter what. And so what what are your kids seeing um, out of each of you as individuals being married or out of your marriage? Like either way, you're leaving a legacy. It's kind of like when you see um, and I have uh, friends that are like this where they grew up in a broken home and their home's broken now again, mm -hmm. you know, and it's, I mean, that is part of leaving a legacy. Yeah. And that's why even recognizing, is there some legacies that you need to break as you go forward with your own family? I mean, maybe you had uh, abusive parents, maybe you had uh, parents that they split or they treated each other horrible or they fought all the time, or it was a constant place of tension or they didn't serve God and you recognize that this is something you don't want to bring 
forward into your own story and then really evaluating how is it that you need to take intentional steps towards the legacy that you want to create. Um, I think something that uh, I've, I've talked to, especially young kids before, is to think forward plan backwards. So if you have an idea of like, this is what one day when, you know, it is no longer my time here on earth is done. What do I want my children, my grandchildren to say about me? What was the most important thing in my life? Think forward, plan backwards. You know, if, if you know that I want my family to say, I served God above all else. Well, what do you have to do right now in order to reach that goal. And I think, I mean, you can do that with about anything. Yeah. Well, I mean, you should always, I mean, Lisa thinks I'm ridiculous with a ton of stuff, obviously, uh, things I do. Except bows. I all, what? Except bows. Archery. Yeah. Oh, and I do have my bow with me here in Houston. Yes, he does. Like, and I've shot it a few times. But anyway, so (laughs) one of the many things that, that, um, that Lisa laughs at me about. And one of them is that it's, it's just like what she said, but I say it differently. They call it backwards planning. And so if any of you dudes out there are like, um, hopefully you're listening, hopefully some dudes are listening. Yeah. But, um, yeah, it's, it's, um, if you're in the military or were in the military, you've heard that term a lot. Um, you know, when you're, you're, I mean, I could go military lingo, on all this but like it. you know I'll ask you to interpret it you um, know when your hack time is going to be right wh- so that means what that's the time you have to be there wherever okay. it is and is, then, that, is that really like easier to say than just arrival time i i mean i think so okay because you sound like oh when's arrival time like i don't know you just say hey what's the hack time and everyone knows like that's the time Not everyone knows everyone that is in the circle knows that okay. that's the time that you need to be there. All right. So anyway, from that time, you know, the time you need to be, you backwards plan to where you're at in the moment, like the present, like, where am I right now? And then you figure out like, this is what I have to do. Blah, 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 so blah. I'm going to make this relatable for the young moms out there who we never called it hack time, but you know, you know, when you got your two, three kids, you got to get to church on time. Yeah. You got to plan that thing out. And time, being on time, like, so (laughs) we're weird, though, with this. Because for me, if you're on time, you're late. Yeah. Even though And we live in El Paso, which is like. So everybody's late. The land of manana. But not not just late by my, by the way, I think. They're late by like what anybody in the world would think. (laughs) So, so much so that. At family gatherings, at family parties, when we come, it's like the party time, starts at five. So we come at like five fifteen. Yeah, so we feel like we're, we're late, late, but actually, they full on still getting like ready. Six fifteen, six thirty. Now some of the food's showing up that that mm-hmm. other because everyone's bringing food, so some of the food's showing up, and then like by the time we're ready to leave, they're like, "Why are you leaving so soon? We've been here it's for like- four hours." <laughs> We still but, have not adjusted that into our no, life. Uh, but anyway, you know, backwards planning is huge. And it's just like what Lisa said, like, I want what I want for my kids. I have to plan for it now. And one of the biggest things that I want to speak on with legacy is that it's not, I don't, I don't look at it as monetary. 
No. Um, or as that can be part of it. The but... house or whatever. No, it definitely could be part of it. But I think that the the real legacy is what are your like what will our grandchildren be doing mm-hmm. like how will they be and that's what it i mean it re- really was like so apparent at the funeral um i mean there was it, i it, like in our family alone there's three pastors four i can't i can't think i'm thinking right, right now. now both my uncles my cousin would you say cousin-in-law? I don't know how that yeah. works. Yeah, he's. I don't know. Yeah, he's cousin. If anyone, yeah, whatever. You guys know what I mean. I mean, if that kind of comes from a different legacy, but, per se. But but yeah, but yes. my cousin married him. Yeah. Right. Um, and I feel like I'm forgetting. Well, if person, we missed but, you, it's not because we don't. But anyway, it's like important. that. That whole audience was filled with people that my grandfather, um touched and might not have even known yeah you know and then his legacy he was a preacher and now his son's a preacher and his daughter married a preacher and his granddaughter married a preacher and you just kind of get that whole thing i think like my side maybe like little black sheepish about that right like i'm not a preacher well i mean you are doing a podcast but it's a podcast. <laughs> I'm not a preacher. But my dad's in, not. on the other side of that, though, I think that that can be kind of misconstrued. The idea that, you know, you have to be this preacher like that. We all ha- are called to a ministry. And, you know, when you do decide to follow Jesus, you do have a ministry before you in your everyday ordinary life. Yes. You know, so as a parent, as someone who works, Absolutely. all those things. So even though you may not have the credentials that say you are a minister, uh, you are like God mm-hmm. commissions us when we choose to follow him to be his disciples, to go forth. And I was more of making a joke. Yeah. Okay. Fine. Ha ha. It's yeah. Just, I'm bringing the serious background for those of you that are like, well, shoot, I don't got no preacher in the family. Yeah. No, of course not. Mm-hmm. That's not, and that's not what I'm talking about with the, I'm talking about his legacy, yeah, his, his legacy. specifically, yeah. you know, the, I mean, there was, People there that hadn't seen me since, you know, I was little. And um, I think some of them thought our son was you. A a couple of them did. And I was like, time does pass. I am no longer 13. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) But um, no, it was just it was just neat to me to see that legacy. And and um, I think I was talking to my grandma yesterday about all that and um, it and it's just you just sit back we went to like a family gathering last night and you just sit back and you look around and that's what my grandma's doing and it's like this is this is the legacy that he left like everyone here um whether a a pastor or not is is living for god Mm -hmm. um and you know trying his hardest yeah to and making the best decisions they can and bringing up a family but ultimately no matter what we're all loving on each other and and that's like my grandfather was a prankster um he was a pastor he was uh, always loved on us like i mean just it was just always fun to be around him and you can see that in the ga- the family gathering yesterday mm-hmm. you could see where everyone was just having fun um, Side and- note on the prankster side of things, found I heard a story about your grandfather at a funeral that I'd never heard of about a muffler 
whistle. Whistle. And it's okay. real. It's a real. So I, I mean, the story was that he put this whistle <laughs> up the muffler of my uncle who then thought something was horribly wrong with his vehicle. And he'd put it so far up there that he couldn't get it out for a few weeks. However, in my mind, I was thinking that this was a regular whistle. Like a coach's whistle? Yes. Like a little... Uh, I didn't realize that there's such a thing as an actual muffler whistle. And who comes up with that? A, a prankster. Clearly. That, also, my children now want one of they these. Want and one. they don't even know where the muffler is on the car. No, that was... That Were was you a, shamed? I was a little <laughs> bit disappointed when my middle son was like, where is the, the tailpipe? Well, he said tailpipe. Oh, tailpipe, yeah. Where's the tailpipe? And I'm like, I just kind of shook my head. Like, and I was together. like, it's in the back of the <laughs> car. Like, speaking you see speaking that? of legacy. Yeah. <laughs> wow. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, uh, that story, it's not. Yeah, it was a it was a whistle that was made for a tailpipe to prank people. Well, and and this is I, a little, they probably still make it. I I maybe we need to look it up. One thing I do want to talk touch base on with the whole legacy thing is I do think um, it can sound like so much pressure. Like people feel like, okay, why? Well, how do I do that? I'm supposed to just live this perfect life where I don't make mistakes. And I think, I mean, for myself, and I grew up with, I mean, God bless me with great parents who lived out faith in such a real and honest way. It was never that they were perfect, and it's never that uh, Brad and I are perfect, but I pray that we can be an example of when to say I'm sorry, um, when to ask for forgiveness, and we can model forgiving one another in our family too, because we will all fail along the way. But what we do with it, how we how we stand back up, how we ask for forgiveness, that matters just as much as... No, we're not perfect. And it, I mean... I think it is a heavy subject when you really think about it um, and like to tie it into like this to our, you know, this thing we're doing, this whole podcast stuff and all that to go back into marriage. Like there is a legacy you leave in just the way you're married. Yeah. And yeah, if you think, I mean, you can't just think of it like every little decision I make is going to have this monster impact. Um, you know, 10 years from now, there are decisions that are like that. Yeah. But I, but I feel that if you are, if your moral compass points North, right, somewhat, mm -hmm. and you are following God and you are, you know, doing these things, it's, you can't think that, that you're going to make the best decisions possible. And yeah. sometimes the decisions aren't always the, the, the there might be right they might not just be the best but it's not gonna affect a legacy that's that's left it's necessarily a, it's, it's a ton of little steps not just the one it's big more one of like consistency yeah. that leads up to like a good legacy i think because oh, you're just consistently trying to do the right thing consistently trying to make the right decisions consistently loving on each other and putting other people first yeah putting other people first consistently doing those things and your kids if you have kids mm -hmm. they see everything everything and i think like even it's such an easy example if you are married already or if you're going to be i mean you see how two different legacies have to come together to make a new legacy so um you know there will be two people that get married and one set of parents was really physically affectionate. 
Mm-hmm. And the other set of parents really did did not show publicly any kind of affection. Yeah. Well, then you bring those two, that couple together, their, their kids, you bring them together. Well, this one person thinks, oh, well, you should be affectionate all the time. That's the way love is shown. And the other person is like, uh, back up off me. Like, that's not what married couples do unless they're in the bedroom. Like, and you have to balance that out. So we do, you know, whether like, like we said earlier, whether you realize it or not, you begin to show your children, how do you love? How do you forgive? How do you, you know, make a life with one another and, and good or bad, we, we create, we create legacies for sure. Uh, Yeah. I mean, giving grace to each other, um, understanding that you're going to fall Mm-hmm. and and uh you have to get back up and people will help you back up i mean the, the some whole, days you have bad days and you gotta say i'm sorry <laughs> and that's fine and that and that's why i'm saying it's you know one bad day isn't gonna ruin a legacy, a legacy. yeah and i don't i've never really sat down and been like what kind of legacy am i leaving and i think it's a good thing to think about but i'm not gonna sit there and go um and stress about it because of the way we live our lives and the way, you know, you might have to make changes if you start sitting down. And that's what I'm saying. I think it's good that I'm finally doing this. But if I sit down and think about my legacy or a legacy I'm leaving and things need to change because I don't want to leave this kind of legacy, this kind of, it's kind of like, so being out here this week, um, I was, um, you know, we've been having, uh, or, you know, hanging out with our friends here. And then we have friends through them that we've been hanging out with throughout the week. And one night, um, one of the guys was saying like, he, he made this, um, this analogy. You know, it was an- analogy, question, statement, whatever it was, it was just discussion. And he was like, I like to tell people or ask people, or maybe, you know, kind of, he was asking me this question too. Like, what do you think? And it was kind of weird, but, but I got what he was saying. Basically what he was saying was if you passed away and you had, or, or you were about to pass away, you had like two, three more minutes, whatever, would you a like go clean out your phone? Yeah. Right your Twitter, your social media, like history, would you go a do that or B, would you go love on your family? So of course, you know, it's like, well, how are you living? Mm -hmm. Like, do you need to clean your phone out? Yeah. You know? And so I don't, I, I just thought it was an interesting topic that he brought up and he posed that question to a lot of different people on social media. And the immediate thing was like, well, B, 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 I'm gonna love my family. Well, yeah, but are you being truthful to how you're living? And maybe those people were. I don't know. I don't know those people. I'm just saying like. But basically, if you need to clean some things up in your life, like in your legacy, do it now. Don't do it years from now. It's too late. Yeah. Right. If if that's time to start something now, right now, (laughs) now it's to start it now. And so, I mean, it was just a different way to look at it. But um, it was just amazing to me to see all the people my grandfather's touched and whether he even knew it or not. Mm -hmm. And then the legacy that my grandmother's leaving, like Mm -hmm. I love just to sit with her and talk to her about all the things, Yeah, you know, and, um, and it's just the wisdom and, and the insight she has. I mean, our kids love to talk to her about, 
uh, the Bible and about all the things she's learned and studied. And, and so even that legacy, like it's still carrying on. I think one of the things that I feel like whether we've acknowledged it as being a legacy or not, but for both of us, the first thing that we do in the morning is we spend time with God. It's, it's a priority for us. And whether we really have thought about it or not, when our kids do wake up and come down the stairs, um, more often than not, we are still doing our devotions and they see that happening every day. Now, I'm not saying that that has to happen in the morning for people. I know there's different times, all that stuff. What I'm saying is that they see for us, this is a priority in our lives. Mm-hmm. Um, they see that when things are good, when things are bad, in the times when we feel like God is silent, and <laughs> the times where we really feel like God is speaking, it no matter is a, what, no matter what, it's a discipline we have established in our life because we know that we need that. We know it. And so that's a legacy that I pray that as our kids um, go off on their own and it's coming up quicker than I think either one of us right. is probably ready for, that they will carry on mm-hmm. um, because they saw us do that over and over and over and over again. I hope so. I hope they carried yeah. on. Um, yeah. It, it uh, Gosh, they're going to move out quicker than we think. Yeah. For those of you with little ones, it does happen fast. Yeah. And I think that 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 is like everyone, you guys listen to this, like tell your friends, like sit down and think about the legacy you're leaving because the next thing you know, um, they're leaving the house. Yeah. Right. Except for our youngest. He said, he told our kids, he told the two older (laughs) ones, he goes, I don't know about you guys, but I'm staying. He's, he's smart. He's like, I got free food. I got a place to stay. Yeah. I ain't leaving. Yeah. I don't even know what their little conversation we'll, we'll see was. see how he feels when he's 16. But he's like, you guys can move out. I don't know about you, but I'm staying here. <laughs> I was like, oh my gosh. Of course he said that. The baby. <laughs> yeah, the baby. But, you know, that, I don't know. It was just, it's just been a crazy, um, you know, few days. And, and my grandfather had been sick for a long time. And so, you know, it was just, it was sad to see him go and a relief at the same time, because we knew he was in such pain mm-hmm. and, and, um, he wasn't the same grandfather, Yeah, you know? And so being there at the funeral, um, seeing pictures, hearing stories, talking to my grandma later at the, at the family gathering we had last night, um, it just reminded me of all the ways that that he was and then looking around and seeing the legacy that he left and and you i mean if you don't know you're touching people you don't even realize mm-hmm. that you're making an impact on you really don't and it can be both for the good or good for the and negative. the bad yeah so recognizing that your influence is greater than you think if you know people if you're around people you have a great influence and to use that influence for good and to create something that that one day you can look back at look back on and be so happy and proud of the steps that you took the difficult steps the steps that required discipline the sacrifices that you made putting other people before yourself serving God above all else, mm-hmm. like those things will add up to a beautiful legacy. Yeah. I don't think my grandfather 
um, in his lucid moments was like, I wish I would have lived like X or I wish I would have done this. I don't think he was like that. I think it was like, this is the life I lived and I lived it for God and I lived and, and it showed through my family and I loved all my family and I did the things I needed to do to lead them the right way. And so like, I would say, I mean, when I'm at the end of the rope, you know, I don't want, I want my, I don't know, would you call it like, maybe like, I want my, my death song to be a celebration because of, of, I know I didn't leave anything on the table and I led my family how I need to lead them. I led my wife how I need to lead her. I followed in what God was telling me to do. Mm -hmm. I was doing all the things I needed to do. And so you don't want to lay there knowing that, man, I wish I had five more years and hopefully I can change this around and my kids will be better and my family will grow better and all that. Like, that's the last thing. I mean, you think about your legacies now mm -hmm. and see where that's going. And again, you know, yeah, monetary legacy, like that would be super cool. But I think the most important thing is what I saw yesterday where I saw or yesterday, a couple of days ago, too, is where I saw family and an eternal legacy, an eternal legacy. Yeah. And it was amazing. And it was neat. And then seeing all the great grands running around and going like, yeah, that's the next piece. The carriers. Yeah, that's that the legacy. next piece. And we have to be we're responsible for that. Yeah. And so man this like podcast has gotten fast. like well not got by i mean it went by fast but this is like the heavy one yeah like we, did, we thought it was gonna be kind of light in a way that just discussing memories well i thought i was gonna drop some more you know jokes and maybe fluster you at some point but sorry you didn't no, fluster me today. and if, if you've been listening to this and you are just feeling really intimidated because you had a legacy that really left you feeling very broken and scarred and you don't know, you know, what steps do I need to take to change this in my life? I would just encourage you to look to our heavenly father. Uh, he is our perfect and good father and he can be trusted in all things. And he has given us instructions. He has given us a set of books that can truly help us to take the next steps in wisdom. I would encourage you to just lean into that. And also, uh, you know, we've talked about this before, but find somebody who's ahead of you yep. and go and lean into their wisdom. Find out, uh, man, you are raising teenagers that are actually defying the odds when it comes to what you think teenagers should be. And, you know, how, how did you do that? Or find somebody who's been married for 10 years longer than you. I mean, I think um, you can you can touch on that. But we usually tell people, find somebody 10 years ahead of you that's doing, yeah. doing something. Yeah, and I just, I'm like going along with what Lisa was saying just a second ago, I want to encourage you guys out there that are listening. Um, like Lisa said, there, Jesus, I mean, he is perfect. And you're never too far away. Yeah. You know what I mean? I mean, you could feel like you're too far away. I know I've been there. You're never too far away. He's right there. You just have to turn around. And there's so many resources 
obviously, I mean, the Bible, and that's what we're talking about. But there's other reasons. There's so many resources out there that complement digging into the word. Um, And and there's so many churches out there that are just waiting for someone to call and say, hey, I need to sit down and talk with you, you know, Mm -hmm. and um, shoot, you could DM us. And, uh, and we could help you guys. Well, I don't get the DMs. Lisa gets, DMs, <laughs> but you guys know what I mean. Um, but yeah, I mean, it was just an emotional weekend, but, uh, uh and like an, almost like an epiphany, mm-hmm. um, you know, watching everything and just seeing what's going on. And so just backwards plan, you think know, forward, plan backwards. Yes. There you go. I, and that's time. a better, that's a better quote, <laughs> right? Think forward plan backwards yeah but it's backwards planning and which brings us to our challenge for this week which is something that actually brad and i will be doing along with you guys so when you do these challenges we just ask that you do uh take a picture and take us on social media hashtag tag i knew this was gonna i knew it as soon as i said it that you were gonna make fun of me about this take us i'm from minnesota i still have some some of my accents still when it comes to the long a sounds yeah so you could just tag Flag, us bag, but if all you're from things. up north you could tag us anyways way. hashtag unrelenting pursuit our challenge this week is to come up with a family mission statement so whether and and this can be even if you are single you, you can should, still have a mission yeah, statement. Give yourself a mission statement. Um, any good business, any uh, planning that is done is always around a central vision or an, and mission. Mm-hmm. So I do believe this is very important. doesn't have to be long and complicated, but just something that encompasses the legacy that you're wanting to leave. Like if you're leaving a legacy, it should go around your mission and vision and you should know what that is. The mission statement's a good starting point. Ah, huh? yeah. Off of yeah. episode two. Okay. Episode two. So yeah, start, do it. Sit down. We're, we have to do the same thing. Yep. And it is a little intimidating, but again, uh, if you don't have a clear direction of anything legacy wise you want to leave, then this is the place to start. This is the place to start. So okay. yep. That's the challenge. Mission okay. statement. Awesome. Awesome. Have a great day, guys. All right. You ready? I'll edit all this out. Just do the ending. Thanks so much for listening to Unrelenting Pursuit Podcast. We just invite you guys to subscribe and leave us a five-star review as that really helps us. Also, if you have a question for us, we invite you guys to DM us on social media or you can email us. Have a great day.